Welcome to the podcast, episode 99 AR. Not alternative reality, but AR. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me time. Yes, sir. Since the weekend, I have been waiting for the sun. Waiting for the Mary Jane's last dance. Wait, no, (laughs) that's not true. Uh, Up here, uh, obviously, you can't see this on the podcast, but Jason can see it on the video. Bright sunshine. You can see the white here. It is bright out. We have it here as well. And get the snow melted, please. Yeah, man. Get the fuck out of here. Dude. It's it's waist high here. The other day at work... um, one of my staff was like, hey, look, you can still see your snow footprints out in the hallway there. They haven't <laughs> melted. And it's inside. Oh. And I go, I know. <laughs> Gross. Gross. So we had plans to talk inappropriate. about inappropriate. That's right. Inappropriate. Um, I think we had plans to talk about something else, but breaking news. Gone over into this store about an hour ago. So. Carson Wentz got traded, Jay, to the Indianapolis Colts. Thank you. (laughs) Maybe you can shut your dick holster. Because that's awesome. Yes. You want to hear what they got for him? Uh, Bag of balls? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, A third round pick this year and a second round (laughs) pick next year. Okay. And the Bears weren't willing to give that. Correct. Okay. Now, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Have the ready for this largest dead cap hit in the history of the NFL. Wow. $34 million. Because of senior wins. Yes. Okay. Basically, Indianapolis said, Yeah, we'll 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 give you these picks, but we're not eating any of that money. Correct. So that... Philly ate it all. Well, I think I think by rule they have to eat it all. Like I don't think oh, either way. Yeah, it was okay. What they did, it, it, it depended on when they traded him. Sure, but they just, they just ate it, bro. Wow. Yeah, that's how that much is, they wanted him out of town. Isn't that crazy? That is enormously crazy. I guess what I was talking about was somebody eating part of the contract that comes that way. But is Indy not? They're not on the hook for that, right? They're on the hook for his. I think they have to pay his salary, but I think only a part of it counts towards the cap. Okay. Let me, I, I had bookmarked a site. Let me look. Let me look so, up. so the dead money we're talking about was the guaranteed money that he got at signed, right. right? Yeah. 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 Yes. Sorry. I don't mean to be, uh, that's all right. Let me find, uh, Johnny New Guy. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Nice. Here it is. Okay. Here we go. So, this is according to a uh, spot rack. I had this bookmarked for just this occasion. Look at me, Johnny on the spot. Look at you. Uh, if he's Carson Wentz, if he's traded before March 19th, which is what happened, mm-hmm. $33.8 million of dead cap space to the Eagles. They save in cash. They only save $853,000. Okay. The new team acquires a four year hundred and hundred point four million dollar contract with cap hits of 25.4, 25.4, 25.4, 25.4. 
22, 27, and 26 million. Okay. So the Colts are on the hook for a lot of money. But none of that's guaranteed. So if they cut him next year, they only pay him for what they're paying him this uh, there's, year. There's, oh, I guess the dead money is still there. Well, actually, I have that information as well. Wow. Uh, this year's money is all guaranteed. $25.4 million. Okay. Next year, $15 million is guaranteed. And then after next year, so in 2023, none of it's guaranteed. So they got him for $40 million. Basically. Yeah. They're on the hook for 42 years. For two years, which for a quarterback isn't the end of the world. Yeah. But for that quarterback, now, if they would have just released him before March 19th, if they just cut him, yes, they would have had to eat $59 million. In okay. Cash. See, and that's why they had no leverage. Correct. When you know you have to deal somebody. Yeah. And, and everybody else knows you do. <laughs> right. That's why I got, that's why the number was so little. Oh, man. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. That is the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. That's right. So, yeah, man. So, the Bears luck out. Thank you, Colts. We dodged a bullet. Thank you for making us dodge a bullet. Although, Oasis Superfan's not happy right now. He wanted uh, the MVC to represent in the Norse division, my friend. Oh, well, tough. Well, yeah. What do you get? I get it. I mean, like, okay, but. No, yeah, no, not that guy. The other one, uh, and this is a no shat, by the way. Yeah. Um, Big Ben. No. Coming to Chicago. No, no, no. no, Oh, my God. You should have heard Cap rant about that today. What? Really? No. Oh, no, no. no. The sad part is, is he basically just reiterated everything Keyshawn Johnson said on the morning show. Yeah. (laughs) As Cap is wont to do. But he's like, if you tell me I'm getting a 28-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, uh, maybe I do something. But at 65 years old, he's nothing better than a turkey bowl player. He's right. Yes. Yes. Yes, he's right. Yeah, of course. So now the Bears' options have been narrowed. Yeah. Again, thank you to the Colts. Yeah. Now, again, the Colts gave up no real draft equity, right? Correct. Oh, yeah, no. A They're second, just, third money, round pick, money, whatever, money, man. Money deal, right? So it is. I mean, forty million for two years is the way I look at it because that's yeah. what they're gonna. I mean, and if he really sucks you, next year, you, you just eat the twenty. Say, okay, here's fifteen million. I mean, right? Go we're right. gonna take the hit. Get out of here, right? So we got uh, technically Deshaun Watson, which is yeah. gonna happen, right? I I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know that Texans are gonna let him out. I think That's this is going to be. I'm I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a stalemate where he I don't just. Think he's paid, going, I don't think he's going anywhere. He's going to lose a lot of money. I mean, yeah. he's going to pay a lot in fines and. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad. Um, Derek Carr. Yeah. Is rumored. I'd be yeah. okay with that. I like Derek Carr. You know, but it's what? What are you looking at? Right. Are we looking at a, a one or two year stopgap? I'm sure. Are, do we know that Nagy and Pace are on a one and done deal? We don't. I don't think we do. Mm-mm. And if, if by by letting them go out and find somebody, yeah, it really kind of sounds like it might be longer of a transition, right? Uh, one would think. Um, Fitz Magic, yeah. Um, the beard's Tyrod, funny. I heard Tyrod Taylor today, mm-hmm. which is an interesting concept sure. because the re- look he lost his job with San Diego because he punctured his lung, right. He, he was going to be the starting quarterback. Correct. Like, but the Chargers punctured his lung, yeah. giving him a shot in the ribs. <laughs> yeah. 
So he would have, he was going to be a starting quarterback for San Diego Chargers. Correct. Now, how long would that have happened? Because Haybear, as it turns out, is pretty good quarterback. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, how long would Tyrod Taylor stay the quarterback? Who knows? Right. But he's not going to be expensive. True. He's probably going to be cheaper than you would resign Mitch for, right? Right. So I got to think Tyrod uh, Taylor is a very interesting option. What do you think? Have you heard anything about Jacoby Brissett going anywhere? No. They're just happy with him as a backup, and he's yeah. like cool in the game, man. I'm I'm down yeah. with Indy. I'm getting paid money. That's fine. Okay. Carson Wentz is backup because I mean it's inevitable that he's going to get hurt. Sure. Immediately, right? Over if his track record over the last couple of years is any indication. And Jordan Love's not going anywhere. No. No, they just Packers signed. are just mm-hmm. yeah. So, but uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm fairly happy that Jimmy G probably right. I think Garoppolo might be too expensive. Okay. Um, again, like you like you pointed out, if they're going to make that big a commitment, I can't imagine Ryan Pace and Nagy going anywhere. Right. Because you don't make that big a commitment and then turn everything over to somebody else. Yeah. And Belichick has a hard on for him. So, yeah. You know, if he goes somewhere, I still can't believe Matthew Stafford. Trade me anywhere. But, but, but New England. <laughs> I'm not going to New England. I'm not going. Yeah. Do not send me there. I'm not going there. You can, you know, fuck right off. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I've seen that show. Yeah, not it. And I don't blame him one bit. I guess. And yeah, Tom supposedly has been a lot more vocal about that. Not our Tom. TV12 right. has yeah. been a lot more vocal about how that was just a bad situation up there. Yeah, it's not good. Doesn't yeah. seem like it'd be good. But they win. Well, so... Right, I mean, I mean it, they were okay with Cam Newton. They weren't great, right? Certainly not Super Bowl contenders. No. Speaking of contenders, Jay, yeah, talk to me. Um, big contract signing in MLB yesterday for a guy that arguably shouldn't be where he's at. <laughs> for you know, okay. You're all right, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh oh, now just to rub it in the salt wound of. Yeah, yeah, man. Of every Sox fan, including myself. Uh, traded away in the James Shields trade. Yes. That's a kick in the fucking it head. It sure is, isn't it? It is. Uh, he signed a 14-year, $340 million contract extension. Um, and they were talking on the radio today um, about how it's possible that Fernando Tatis Jr., is quickly becoming the face of baseball. Wow. Um, because of his bat flips and his dreads and his energy and the whole nine yards. He's got contracts with Gatorade. Uh, he's got contracts with Adidas, BMW, apparently. So Wow. So does this tell me that Tim Anderson's just a little too urban for MLB? Um, I think Tatis Jr. is probably better. Okay. So, no, I don't think so. Okay. But, I mean, everything you described, other than maybe not having a highest ceiling. Right. As FTJ. I'll and, tell you, uh, who's, who was a big band, a big fan early on was yeah. uh, our Western Illinois correspondent. Oh, yeah. And he oh, was, yeah. we, when the Sox made that deal, he's like, yeah, no. No. He was a throw-in, too, by the way. That, oh, that's even Kind of like, like Sandberg. That's even a bigger kick in the nads. Oh, he was just a throw-in. Yeah. 
actor. He's yeah, a, we're gonna get Larry Boa, and here's this he's, other kid that might 22? play third 20, base. He's 22 years old, Tatis. Yeah. Something like that. God damn, bro. The mm. face of baseball. <laughs> that hurts. We just threw in the face of baseball. Here you go. Here you go. Have it. Hey, prospects are suspects. And uh, I'll tell you. That's Rakan, baby. Or Kenny Williams, actually, not Rakan. It was um, K Dubs. Pitchers and catchers reported. Oh, that's so great. I know. It means it's coming. I know. The promise of spring. Please. Yes. Please play 162 games. Don't get sick. Please. Yeah. Begging you. <laughs> we need it. Sports fans need this. I need this as a White Sox fan. Because they're yes. finally good. Yeah, that World Series would be something to watch, by the way. Which one? Padres, Pale Hose. Ooh. That'd be a thing. That would be a thing. As much as I hate to admit it, they'd probably have the uh, pitching advantage. <laughs> like, damn it. We just got good pitching, too. If you just would have held on to James Shields. Uh, if, if only, right? If only. If only. Shoot him in the dick. That's right, Pam. Oh, man. And then, how, and then the coup. Yeah, you know, where my wagering dollars are going to go, I'm probably going to scrape together a quarter to throw at uh, the over on 77 and a half games. Wins? Yeah. That's I don't the over think under 77 and a half? Yeah. I don't know. 89? That it sounds like a big number, but. Yeah. Um, you know, the sad part is they could get 89 and not win that division. They can get 89 and not make the playoffs. Yeah. Right? With how good yeah. the West is. It, that's why I was thinking that uh, that seven and seven and a half kind of sounded okay. And then that's the funny part too: the Cubs could win seventy eight and win the division. <laughs> well, well, Alex, I don't know. I take that back. The Cardinals are going to be a lot better than yeah than that. But the Cubs, if they can stay healthy, the Cubs are getting the band back together. Jesus Christ! Get, doing the reunion tour. Right? Oh my God! Busting out the uh, busting out vehicle. At a state fair or, or a, a, you know, carnival. Yeah. Jake Arietta. Yeah. Makes his triumphant return to the north side. Christ on a cracker. It's not 2016. It's not. It I just, not. hey, you know, he's kind of a lot like Roethlisberger in the fact that he's older. He's not as good. But he doesn't know that. Right. He thinks he is 2016 Jake, body by Jake. He's, and he's um, just. He's, he's kind of a red ass, right? Isn't he? That's the thing. And there's nothing worse than a guy that thinks he's great that's not and then bitches about it. Correct. Phil Rivers. Right. So when he left the Cubs in 2017, I'm going to um, look at some stat cast numbers. Um, his four seam fastball speed was 92.2. Yeah, that's uh, hittable. It's yeah, I mean, he, it doesn't sinker. it doesn't move. Yeah. Now that's a two mile hour drop from 2016. Okay. So 2016, he was throwing 94.2, 2017, 92.2. He signs with the Phillies, his four seam fastball is 92.4. 2019, 91.9. Last year it was 91.9. But he mainly throws sinkers. He's a sinker ball pitcher. That's what he throws. Sure. He's throwing those still about 92. So 92 sinkers. That's not bad. 
but there's no speed difference between that and his forcing. That doesn't, yeah. There's nothing gets you off balance. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how, how good or bad he's going to be with the beloved Cub. What were they um, all I know is last year he had an area of five. So. And, and John, John Lester couldn't get a ham sandwich. Oh, my God. John Lester. Right. Right. Fuck, dude. I mean, how much did you sign area for? Like $4 million or something like that? Yeah. Are you telling me that Lester wouldn't have taken that? That he wouldn't have signed for that this year and then right. maybe had another four. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems ridiculous to me that you would do that. Yeah. And that, I don't know. I was going to say, and that Ross wouldn't have pushed harder for it unless, you know, of course, we don't know anything. There might be shit behind the scenes that right. all I know is it seemed like Lester would have stayed for very little money up front and then just take care of him in the back end. Keep him right. in the organization, right? Right. Uh, it just Boy. makes no sense. It just it it's, doesn't. It, if you're a Cubs fan, that's got to be just frustrating as hell, right? Yeah. Oh boy, I saw. Right. I'm trying to find. So we ADD'd around the available quarterbacks and who we thought the Bears might get. It's yeah. Every it's everybody's consensus that Mitch is gone and not to even talk about Mitch, right? Um, but it just seems like D. It seems so bears that they would wait around, let him sniff. Mm -hmm. Maybe he doesn't get a a better option and they just say, hey, why don't you just come back and we'll try it one more time. Don't that could definitely be definitely play out that way. Yeah. Right. It definitely could play out that way. Supposedly the people in the know are just like, no, he wants out of here. He's done. He's over it. He, he feels like he tried his best. He was a good guy. I mean, all the charity shit he did. I mean, basically he was anti Cutler as far as being, you know, a face for your franchise and being a good guy in the community and everything Mm. he's trying to do. Good guy in the community. And nobody's ever disputed that. It's just that he didn't have Jay Cutler's talent. No. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's, look, I'm the bear, I think we can agree. I think most Bears fans can agree. Nick Foles is not the answer to the question. Right? Yeah, not much of a runner. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, Nick Foles is not. No, he's not yeah. the answer to the question. And, and Mitch really isn't either. I mean, Mitch is like a 1A backup. I mean, he's like, if your guy goes down, you're like, okay. He's a really good backup. He can get us. He can get us through the end of this game and maybe one more. Correct. But that's kind of all I want to see. Yes. Right. So you don't want to see. So then, so then, what am I saying? Are we just going to call this a complete lame duck season? And yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, I have. Full, hey, what's their over under? Is it is it eight again or is it seven? Bears. Yeah. I don't know if that number's been out yet. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but Ryan Pace has to do something. Yeah, like he he needs to get save his job, one way or the other. One would think. So, what's it going to be, bro? Well, hey, you know, Ted Holmes to told us that losing six games in in a row wasn't good. It's not. Yes, hmm. he he did say that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, keep working on it, buddy. That's right. Oh man. So uh, we have a first-place sports team, Jay. We have a first-place sports team. We do. 
The Chicago Fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Chicago Sting. Let me rephrase that. It's you know, tight for first, technically. <laughs> okay. Um, I know it's not the Bulls. I know it's not the Hawks. Nope. Go back. Uh, Rewind. Not your Chicago Bulls. Nope. Your Chicago Blackhawks, bro. Are tied for first? They're tied for first. Are, did, don't they have a losing record? They do not. Okay. They are nine, five, and four. They've won, I believe. Holy shit. And their last eight games are seven, one, and or last nine games are seven, one, and one. Wow. Granted, they played Detroit, who's trash. Now, I thought they were going to be awful. Right. I, when I said this on this podcast, I thought they were one of the worst team, one of the worst teams in the league, and just brutal in every way, tough to watch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm happy to report I was wrong, and I will admit it. I was wrong. Okay, I'm going to defend you a little bit because it came out last week that the only reason that they're being able to pull this off is because the goaltender is playing out of his ass. The goaltender is playing well. And uh, I know that I know that Kane and Dabrinkit have been doing well. They've been lights out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me find that and that. All right. So they're, the biggest thing on the power, their power play has been excellent. And you can take an average to below average team if they're good on the power play. It's going to make them a much better team. Well, that's something they didn't have last year. No, they did not. Uh, the Hawks are currently second in power play percentage. Wow. Yeah, 32.7, which means out of every 10 times, they score three goals. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Sure. The leader is the Dallas Stars. They're at 33.3, but they've played six less games. Okay. Because uh, of the COVID. They had a little COVID outbreak down there. And a little cold outbreak down and there. And a little cold outbreak. Well, we can talk about that if you'd like. I was to say, they can play outside now. Well, one person isn't there in Texas. But we'll talk about that in a minute, too. Okay. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, so the Blackhawks are tied for tied at, at, tied for second uh, between them and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Toronto Maple Leafs are legit. They're a good team. <laughs> but the Hawks are just... They're getting it done, and it's, it's it's down to the power play. Period. That's it. Uh, Kane's got seven goals and sixteen assists. Debrinkit has nine goals, eight assists. Uh, Kublik, which is a great pickup, fourteen points. Uh, Yanmark also a great pickup for ten. Um, and the goaltending has just been. Kevin Lacken has been great. Two point two nine goals against. Um, save percentage of 93.1 or 90, 93.1%, 0.931, whatever. Um, can they keep this up? I was going to say maybe small, it's a small sample break? size, right? I mean, your defensemen are as old as fuck. Yeah. Well, not all of them. The main one is I was watching him skate around the other night. I was half embarrassed. Really? He just, mm-mm. nope. He's got no teeth, Joe. I understand that. Um, but I mean, skating up and up and down the ice, like he can, he's quick in short bursts. Mm-hmm. Like if he needs to get from point A to point B in his own zone, he can whoosh, and get there. Sure. But getting up and down the ice is like sad. <laughs> if I'm honest. Is but it like the old days of artist Gilmore toward the end? Kind of. Where, yeah, yeah. You know, he was the last one back. Meandering up and down. <laughs> yeah. I love the A train. And then the Hawks have, only scored one more goal than they've given up. 
They've scored 52 goals. They've given up 51 goals. Wow. But I would say the vast majority of those goals were given up not by Kevin Lankinen. Oh, okay. They were given up by Subin and uh, uh, Delia. I believe. Let me, I can verify that. If there were only a way. Only some company. Yeah, Lincoln has given up 28 goals. Uh, Subin and Delia has given up 21 goals between the two. So, but man, that 2.29 goals against is pretty impressive. Um, and that's probably why they did, didn't bother. I mean, they knew about Crawford's concussions, but I mean, that's probably why they figured that they would have him cheap, right? We didn't, I had no clue he was going to be even close to this good. Right. You know, going into the season, I'm like, well, it's Malcolm Subin and Delia, but this kid's been lights out. He's been great. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they, uh, Crawford started out that way. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah because Anthony Niemi left. Yes. There's a cap issues, which is, fine given i mean it's not fine it's, not, it's probably not fine but cap issues it is what it is you have to do what you gotta do you can't pay him and pay kane and Taze and keith and seabrook and you know at the time dave boland and brian bickle like you didn't have that kind of money to pay Miami. Oh. so he brought crawford in he was great then once he got all concussy gone he had to go um so yeah i mean the next game is tonight for some reason, it's at home, but it starts at nine o'clock. Is that accurate? Did they really move that game to nine o'clock? Oof, that would suck. Let me double check. Although I may be able to wager on it now. Uh, I don't see the game on NHL at all. Where's the next? No, I guess their next game is. Did it get moved? <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on here. This is weird. Because we have it on one date. and oh, poor guy. Yeah, I know, right? And NHL has it on another date. Oh, that game's uh, that game had to have been postponed because it's Minnesota. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. I'm an <laughs> idiot. Don't mind me. There we go. Bum, 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 bum. Have the wrong team. <laughs> uh, tomorrow they play tomorrow. They play. Oh, come on, this bullshit first. is boring as balls. I know, Pam. For the hockey people out there, I mean, we can it is only if you want because that's huge right now. Oh, oh man, it's great. I I could go for hours, but I'm trying not to be a mark. You know, I'm trying not to be such a mark. You know, come on, I was about to do my finishing move. That's right. What would Pam Poovey's finisher be? Probably a stunner. Right? I, I was going to say drop the elbow. Oh, people's elbow, maybe Poovey elbow. The Poovey elbow. Yeah, see, ah. Uh, Hawks uh, tomorrow and uh, Saturday. <laughs> I had to figure out what fucking day it was. There we go. There we go. At Carolina. And Ooh. then uh, we can talk about the boo. That's why I called. There's talk they're going to try to get what, Lorenzo Ball or Lonzo Ball. Yes. I don't know. Lonzo Ball. Does that do anything for you? Not really. I mean, it depends on what you have to give up. If you I mean, can get him for like Valentine. Like marketing's hurt again yeah i'm not i'm not excited about unloading him and i don't know why unloading, i guess i've seen enough unloading marketing oh, right. yeah yeah i mean he, there may come a time he needs to go. every time he plays he seems to be good yeah i'll but tell when, you who the when he plays now, though and just 
from the offensive juggernaut that he's been the last three weeks is Adam Levine. Adam and Levine. Maroon, and, Maroon, and Maroon 5. I was going to say. Yes. Hmm. No, Zachy has been he's a, a good guy. He's taking his toll. <laughs> Sorry. No, dude, he dropped like 55 or something like that on somebody the other day, or 52. Uh, I mean, it was Jordan-esque. Bulls have won three of their last four, Jay. Yeah. Um, but again, I contend that he can't be your your best player. Exactly me? Yes. If he's your second best player, I think you got something. I think you're right. But I don't think Alonzo Ball coming in make he, he would, has him he be would the be first Scotty player. Pippen. Yeah. Right? Correct. Uh, Zach Levine against the New Orleans Pelican, 46. Okay. 17 of 25 from the floor, 9 of 14 from three-point land. That's the game where they shot 25 threes. Woo! Woo! <laughs> that is a lot of three-pointers. Yeah, man. No, there was one night that I had uh, Levine to score 40 and the Bulls to win. The Bulls win and Levine scores 39. 38. Oh, yeah. Mm. So close. So close. Never lost. <laughs> Never lost. You haven't heard much about him, have you? No. The ball, the ball kids have kind of been like, hey, man, Tame, okay, you're fucking shit up for it. Sit this one out, bro. <laughs> you need to just take a seat, champ, and maybe stop out. talking for a little while. When all this is over, we should get a place together. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, champ. That's right. Uh, Bulls next play on Friday uh, at Philly. And then they're home. Get on a plane, come back home, play against the King Saturday night. Mm. Now, um, speaking of D. Jenin, I'm not really sure if we were or not, but, uh, but feels I've, like- I, yeah, I haven't been that great lately, but. I, I've been doing. I've been betting the Australian Open. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Killing me. Killing me, Smalls. Come on. You know, I do my best to stay out of rugby and UFC, but Man, uh, that's tough. They throw odds boosts at me that I'm just like, hey, you know, I can I can do a little like bit of dollar, like Schmier. and uh, if that pays off, then that's all right. Like Schmier. yeah. Uh, the uh, straight sets and Williams and straight sets. I think that that it's really I don't brought me like I couldn't even tell you dollars. The only thing I know is that she played um, Osaka. Is that who she played last night? Yes. I don't even know. I used to be the tennis court. I think that's correct. Yeah. You used to be what? The tennis guy? Yeah. Okay. Not anymore. All right. Well, I used to be able to tell you all this stuff, but anymore. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Sure. Um, the top team in the NBA, Jay, can you tell me who the best team by winning percentage is currently in the NBA? Is it your Los Angeles Lakers? They are second. Damn. Okay. You're so close. Um, so close. Um, can you tell me if they're in the east or the west? Oh, or clearly is- the west. Okay. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. It's in the Western Cup. Sure. Sure. Uh, I got to be honest. I, uh, they're nine and one in the last 10 games. Having trouble here. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Utah Jazz. Really? The Utes. The Yaz. The Yaz. 24 and five. Man, they fucked me the other night, though. I'll tell you that for free. 13 and two at home. 
I had them uh, scoring first. No. Best team in the East? Ooh, Sixers? Correct. Okay. 19 and 10. All right. Key wrecked. And the, hey, where are your Brooklyn Nets? They're second. Okay. See, that would have been my other guess. And they played the first. How many games did they play without Harden? Five, six, something like that. I think so. So they're they're climbing the charts with a bull. Sure. Now, when I, I mean, I heard stories about him showing up out of shape and you yeah, know, he did, and doing all the shit like that. But that was down in Houston, yo. Right. Yeah, he did everything he could to get out of that place. Okay. Got it. So he's kind of cleaned up since he got to Brooklyn. Because that's where he wanted to be. I have not heard hiding her hair. Okay. So, like, yeah, I guess so. Right? Yeah, man. Speaking of getting out of Texas, Jay. (laughs) Oh, who's left? Uh, Well, I don't know if you saw this or heard about this, but they're having a little weather problem down there. Yeah. Power's out to millions of people. Water, because everybody's trickling their faucets like you're supposed to do when it's super, super, super cold. Yeah, water demand is at an all-time high. They said it's like summer level of water demand. Wow. And, my sister, um, yeah, my sister-in-law's pipe. Yes, broke. Yeah, there's su- there's there's sewer, uh, froze. Yeah, I mean it. Crazy. And the uh, esteemed uh, senator from Texas mm-hmm. uh, flew oh. to Cancun. Flew to Cancun. Okay. So there you go. Theodore Cruz. Yes. Trump Jr. Yep. Okay. Flew to flew to Cancun. Flew the coop. Well, meanwhile, maybe, his constituents are literally dying. Maybe he will shave that beard. I've heard stories that there are people that have to go to their cars just yeah. to like run oxygen. Wow. Because there's no power in the house. Yeah. They have to go to the car. There's people living in their cars because they can run them. Yeah. And then you got carbon monoxide issues, right? I mean, there's. Yeah. You know how much I love Austin. Um, yes. There was something my wife shared with me last night that just made me go, really? That's unfortunate. This woman was all up in arms and she's like, you want to know how we are in Austin? You want to know how strong we are? Uh, there's a woman or I had to get out and go get something at the 7-Eleven. And when I got there, I went in to get something and there was a woman dead outside who had frozen to death. And everybody's online talking about how stupid we are and how we don't know how to take care of ourselves. And I'm just like, yeah, you kind of proved your point, right? I mean, look, this is not the, so much of Texas people's fault. They're, they're the victim. They got hoodwinked basically. Well, uh, yeah. And all these people are like, oh, this is the green new deal. So you see what's going to happen. No. When the vast majority of the problem is from natural gas plants truth and then uh well we- i will i'll I, I think i've shared this billion dollar idea with you before joe and i'm still waiting for you to make it come true for me okay we need a way to store wind energy hmm there's there's nothing we can store it i mean i i saw a presentation on it one time where like in the middle of the night and it's windy out and the things are still going you just see that it starts to go into negative numbers, like what they would charge people. Yeah. And it would get to like negative five cents and stuff like, so they shut them off and go to nuclear then. Right. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But if there was just a big way we could store all, I know. Right. And then we'd have a battery. The problem is this too, is that I didn't know this until all this broke down. 
Sure. Texas is not on the national grid. No. They are by themselves. It's the Republic of Texas, my friend. I believe I've told you this before. What? (laughs) By yourself. Yeah. Because fuck everyone else. Look, this is a... Anomaly. Very much. Yeah. But it's climate change. But that's a whole other show, probably. Oh, no, 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 no. That that doesn't exist. No, that's true. You heard this. Um, You know, this is... Granted, this is a outlier. Yes. True. But this just shows... You got to be prepared for the outlier. Like if you can't generate power, you have to find another place to get power. Like that's just how it works. Yeah. And as much as freeze, the people in Texas, the, all the power people in Texas want to keep their money. True. You know, fine, whatever. But well, remember how great Enron was Joe. Smartest guy in the room. Yeah. And the funny, I still can't get over it. It's Tom Skilling's brother. It was. Yes. (laughs) It's just like, what? Yeah. Not that Tom Skilling's an idiot because he's not. No. But just strange. It is odd. It's like, that pairing. Tom Skilling's brother? Like his younger brother? Like what? Rolling blackouts. Oh, a meteorologist. Yeah. Grandma's a, oxygen doesn't stop. One's a scam artist? What? Yeah. Um, yeah, right. I mean, that's the problem too, is that like it for some people, it's a literally a life or death situation. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, but oxygen. I mean, they were doing these rolling blackouts back then just for profit. Yeah, but they're not even rolling blackouts. Not now. No. They're yeah, now. I know. They're right. people that have power. No, no, no. I get that. Well, you're so your sister-in-law, right? My sister-in-law, correct. And um, State Farm, as a major company, uh, moved all their servers to Dallas. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, and boy. so not only did those die, but then the backup ones in Oklahoma <laughs> also died. Yes. So they had to do like a hard reboot that took an entire day yeah, of I, the entire system. I feel that. Oh. I know of what you speak. Yeah, it's no when bueno. go south for a data company, that's no yeah, bueno. No. That's why you got to be in the cloud. Mm. Smells like a diaper's coffin in here. What else does it smell like? It smells like... Uh, hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you got any interweb stuff, Jay, that you've been uh, perusing, watching? Yes. And another one that I'm embarrassed of, uh, A, because it's animated, but um, Dick Town was on the old uh, FX Adult Swim or Cartoon Network Adult Swim back in the Dick day. Dick Town? Or F- FXX. Yeah. Um, it's John Hodgman. Okay. With another guy. And basically, uh, the John Hodgman character was like an Encyclopedia Brown when he was younger. Okay. So uh, he grew up, and he's still as nerdy. And he and his friend that I'm just going to say is immature. Uh, the guy's like greatest years of his life were in high school. Okay. Oh, that he's that guy. And they, yeah, and, and they hated each other obviously right. then, right. but now you know. They've got nothing else, so they're There's together. Company, and yeah. they're and they're in Richardsville, North Carolina, Dickville. So that's why it's Dicktown. But um, so Hodgman is still solving crimes with his partner for high school kids. Nice. <laughs> so okay. they're like forty five. Is Dicktown anywhere near Buttholeville? Probably, but we'll have to ask Patterson Hood. That's right. Um, so yeah, that I mean that's the bit. 
that it's intergenerational because it's like 45 and 50 somethings that are helping out these high school kids. But a lot of the like crossover um, references and um, entertainment is the same. Right. So um, like I watched it with my daughter who is 13 and she laughed several times right things that she thought were, were funny and i'm like wow i can't even believe you know that reference but i know like, so yeah oh speaking of which uh i walked by her room the other day and she was working out listening to and singing along with brandy by looking glass oh boy yeah brandy <laughs> you're a you're girl <laughs> I walked through, I walked by just in time to hear, but my wife, my love of the lady is the C. (laughs) (laughs) So I just looked at I I just, I just shook my head and said, yeah, my kid's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) She is pretty cool. Uh, My internet's thing, my interwebs. It's on the YouTubes. It was released actually in April. Uh, I just now saw it. It popped up in my timeline feed, whatever. Um, Coachella did a documentary about 20 years of Coachella because obviously oh, wow. the festival got canceled. This yeah. was going to be the 20 year anniversary this year, uh, or in 2020, I should say. And um, it's fantastic, it's a good nice. watch, about an hour and a half. Okay, it's like a legit documentary. It's fantastic. They show any good performances, or they just kind of uh, snippets and stuff. Okay, it's a perform like they tried to do a timeline of the big events that happened that kind of made Coachella Coachella kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, having Morrissey in the first one, um, having Bauhaus, having the Pixies. But this was in like what, 2000? So 2000 then? Yeah. yeah okay. It was all, I think the first Coachella was 99. Okay. So um, yeah. So having all these reunions there and Madonna played there but madonna did not play the main stage hmm. um, they have a dance um t- they call it tent sure but it's yeah. actually just like one giant roof basically right it's like a giant carport if you can imagine that in your mind think of a sure. carport but like 50 feet high <laughs> um and that was crazy too like and kanye was the latest one and they tell the story of Kanye did not want to play because Kanye's just bright man. He's a not genius. Saying he's crazy, but he's just he thinks on a he's a different yeah. plane of existence. But he wanted to do um something different than the main stage, right? And so about two months before Coachella, no, six months before Coachella, he goes, you know what? I'm out. And then Two months before Coachella, he goes, you know what? I'm back in, but I want to do it this way. And they did it on a hill in the campsite area. Okay. So they, there's video of it, obviously, but like they built this mound for lack of a better word. And there's like the, the parking lot and then there's other mounds, but they built a specific mound for Kanye. And he did a Sunday service. So basically it was a gospel service. Okay. But there were dancers everywhere, like in the crowd, on the hill. And they had all these, you know, like Chance was there, Chance Rapper showed up, things like that. 
all the Chicago peeps showed up. It was immersive. And it was kind of, yeah, it was certainly different. Sure. Certainly not artificial, right? Because there's no lights or lasers or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just Kanye, his band, and all these dancers and singers and shit. It's kind of a cool concept, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, but you'll have to see it. It's Was a little boozy there? I have no idea. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Damon Dash, Rockefeller? I have no idea. I don't know. Jay-Z was not there. Oh, the biggest thing to talk about, too, was Beyonce. Oh. They said that her performance there, she was the first black woman ever to play the main stage. Well, I mean, and you're, and you're like, ooh, that's groundbreaking, but you're like, it started in 99. Right. So, okay. Not, not really. Right. But I mean, like, the thing they talked about was they, they had this stigma. Stigma is the wrong way to put it. They had this trend of being an alternative type festival. Sure. And they wouldn't have pop acts playing there. Okay. But all of a sudden, it was Beyonce, the, the pop act of pop yeah. acts. Well, sure. She transcends, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they showed like her opening performance. It was just ridiculous. Like just over the top craziness. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and going back to Kanye and you, you yeah. saying that he kind of thought outside of the box for this, maybe think of his Bonnaroo deal. Do you remember that at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because he had lasers and it was all kinds of light show and mm-hmm. all this enormous like wall of stuff he wouldn't go on until three in the morning because nice. it had to be absolutely like the darkest that it could possibly be. Yeah. Axl Rose is not impressed. I know mean, it was um, like, whoa. Now keep in mind, this is the second time Kanye played Bonner or uh, Coachella. Okay. He played a main stage set at Coachella. Yeah. Well, one of, they keep popping my head as I remember them. the, the uh, Tupac hologram. Oh, that happened there too. When Dre played. Sure. It was Dre and Snoop. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool documentary. Highly recommend it. It's on the YouTubes. It's free. Feel free to watch. It's really good. Well produced. Quality was great. Right on. Yeah, man. Clock and Oh, I am looking at my Gucci. It is about that time. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Episode 99 AR. By the way, side note. Arr. Uh, draft day is when March looks like it's March 27th, 27th. Wow. It's late. Still. Yeah. Six weeks away. Well, in that way we can make sure that, uh, we don't draft somebody with uh, a broken arm or COVID. Ooh, my arm. Ooh, the COVID. Um, I think we're finally going to pull off episode 100. (laughs) Yeah. We hope we should have enough time to plan it. Yes, definitely. So, uh, but this episode is 99 AR. Well, uh, we're on Facebook, www.facebook.com. So it's that pod. Uh, we're on Twitter. I'm at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the letter. The letter. Sleet Shirley. You can email us, Joe at it's that podcast.com or Jason at it's that podcast.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play it's that podcast through the playing app. Unless you're an Echo Studio, and then maybe you go, yeah, I don't want to. Rate, review, and subscribe don't cost you nothing. It doesn't, but we it really helps it. us. Well, thank you guys for looking for those sponsors. I know, right? <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Here's the package. Oh, the package. And the twins. Oh, the twins.
And the Twins. And the Red Wings. And the Red Wings. I hate, the Red Wings. Oh, I hate them so 